Hello again, beautiful beings of light, and welcome back to another Expand podcast episode with yours truly, Elizabeth April. Today, we're talking about drugs, but actually not really drugs. I want to talk about plant medicine today. Specifically, I want to focus on marijuana and magic mushrooms. So, I mean, there's tons of other things that we can talk about. These two are probably the ones that I'm most familiar with as far as channeling and experiencing. A lot of people have asked me about weed, marijuana, pot, you know, whatever you want to call it, the devil's lettuce. I love that one. And kind of what my perspective is. So I think I want to start off by saying not everything is for everyone. So I can't say, well, the color blue, I love the color blue, so you must love it too. I resonate with drinking tea, so you must resonate with it too. It just doesn't work like that. So I can't give you an answer today of, well, are these substances good or bad? Is it expanding my consciousness or is it hindering my growth? There's no easy answer. And I have witnessed in people how both mushrooms and marijuana have hindered and helped So I've witnessed it firsthand, not just through channeling or from my clients, really, truly firsthand. I have witnessed uh, weed give people psychosis. I have witnessed magic mushrooms give people ego deaths and panic attacks where they literally tell me, I'm dying, I'm dying, I'm dying, take me to a hospital. So, And then I've also witnessed the exact opposite and incredible breakthroughs from either end of that. So I want to kind of unpack these two substances for you today and just relay some information that I am aware of. Let's go ahead and start with magic mushrooms. I have been introduced to magic mushrooms for quite some time. I won't give you all of my history with them, but I do want to say that I have tried and experienced them multiple times. And it's very similar to, I think, any substance that you kind of utilize, including even caffeine and coffee. Whatever vibration you have going into it is exactly the vibration that you're going to get out of it. And it's the the same thing, if not amplified, with magic mushrooms. So I don't know too much about it, but what I do know, and kind of what freaked, I think, all of us out back in college was... Did you know that magic mushrooms actually is a poison to your body and your stomach bleeds and that's why you trip? And I don't know. I I literally to this day do not know if that is true or not. I do know that it is some sort of poison to our body, but I also know that our body and our brain have the capacity to handle that poison and not only handle it, but release other sort of chemical compounds in association with it. And I don't know this for sure because I haven't done a lot of external research on it, but I wonder what the association to magic mushrooms and DMT are. Like I would assume, but maybe that's, you know, just an assumption that magic mushrooms allow you to experience, albeit maybe an aspect or a fractal of, you know, a DMT trip or a DMT release. So I believe from what I've channeled, uh, 
that mushrooms are actually a technology. Yeah, you heard me correctly. Magic mushrooms are a technology, and I believe that they were specifically crafted, specifically formed. Whether that be crafted and formed by extraterrestrials, or crafted and formed by source frequency or Mother Nature, they were planted. This is what I received in the past. They were given to us. They were planted on this planet. They could have been from a different terrestrial planet. They could have been created in a lab, you know, up on a GFL mothership, and given to us as a technology for expansion. And that is pretty brilliant. That's pretty incredible. Once again, it doesn't mean that they are for everyone. They are finally starting to do studies on psychedelics. I think on multiple different kinds of psychedelics, but magic mushrooms being one of them. And these studies are finding that an experience with psychedelics will allow a person to let go or get rid of depression, of anxiety, of a feeling of hopelessness or loneliness. And uh, psychedelics have been proven so far to actually really aid and help in someone getting over addiction. Now, please do your own research, all right? I cannot stress that enough. But I want to just mention that what I've channeled about psychedelics in general, plant medicine especially, is that any plant medicine we try, and they each have a different sort of frequency, so it allows us to do specifically different things with them um, as tools, as technologies, but they essentially always allow us to rewrite the programming of our mind. And that is a very scary experience. If you are not ready, if you are attached, if you have no idea what the F is going on in your own world, don't do psychedelics. Don't try and find something that you can't find within yourself through them, because that could create an addictive behavior with them, and that could create actually a really bad trip, because you're seeking outside of yourself. The best time to experience psychedelics is through a moment in your life where things are good, where psychedelics would be the cherry on top of the cake. You know, you want to add to your experience. You want to, you know, navigate this world and see a different perspective. That's a great time and guaranteed you won't have a bad trip. Now, typically a bad trip is, you know, thinking that you're dying I have witnessed people, you know, especially on magic mushrooms, just giggle, just laugh the entire time. And it's so joyous. Like that laughter is just so joyous because when do you ever allow yourself to laugh that hard? You know, I remember one time and I'll, you know, I've got quite a few stories, but I'll, I'll relay this one. So I would have these full moon gatherings when I was like 19, yeah, maybe 19, 20 years old. I was in uh, college uni or university, I should say, and I would gather maybe five or six people, just some of my closest friends, and every once in a while we would align the full moon ceremony to psychedelics. So we would all kind of drop some mushrooms, not large crazy quantities, like pretty, you know, still functioning capabilities, right? 
And so the one time we step outside of my like little shitty student apartment living and there's like this group of us and there's fireworks going off. Like I shit you not. Okay. It was not, you know, Canada Day. It wasn't Queen Victoria Day. There was no real reason for fireworks to be going off. And the second we step out of the door, these fireworks are just going off on this full moon. Uh, it was so just, I mean, that was just the start of the night. So we we always used to, you know, take a hike and, you know, we, we didn't need flashlights because it was just so bright. We would hug trees. We would talk to the tree. I mean, it was, you know, stargaze. It was such an incredible experience. And, you know, at the end of our kind of adventure outside, we ended up going inside, indoors, and we were all sitting around the circle. And I started to get into my zone. And I was definitely like the leader in my circle because I was kind of the main person bringing all of these odds and ends, all of these, you know, weird little star seeds together back then. And I would find all the right open-minded people for this. And so I would get into these, I, I you could call it channelings, right? I would get into this state of being, kind of a trance-like state, and I would bring through information. And so I started to do this. I, we're in this circle, and one of my really good friends brought along his girlfriend at the time, and she wasn't, she didn't really know me. <laughs> and she also had never taken psychedelics before. I also, you know... It, I would say only take psychedelics alone if you're experienced. You should always have a sober friend in the crowd or, you know, someone who is more experienced to help you along if that is what you choose to do. So, anywho, we're in the circle and I'm going into this channel. I don't even know what I was talking about. Of course, I don't remember what I channel. And all of a sudden, his girlfriend starts crying. She starts breaking down and crying. And I'm worried because, you know, is she having a bad time? Like, what's going on? Is this information too much for her in this state, right, is really what my, where my, my mind went. And so I pull her aside. I'm like, hey, do you want to, like, talk, you know, over here or whatever? I just kind of let the group, like, chill. And I talk to her, and she's looking at me, and her eyes are wide, and she's crying. And she says to me, I think I know who you are. I think... And this is like through tears. She's like, I think I just saw you. And I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> I've been here the whole time. And she looked at me still wide eyes, almost scanning my face. And she's like, I saw who you are. And I said, what? What? Like, what did you see? And she said, all of a sudden in this circle, all of your hair went away. Your neck got really long. And your skin turned a different color. It turned kind of like this ashy, gray-blue color. And she said, your eyes were really big. But she said, even though you looked <laughs> very strange, I wasn't scared. And I felt this compassion and this warmth in your presence. And my jaw, like, I shit you not, like, I, I mean, this was my group. Like, this was my my group, but she didn't know. I don't even think I told the group at that time that I thought I was a freaking tall gray. I like, I, I don't think anyone in that room knew 
the experiences that I had had because I wasn't even ready to process those experiences. And here's this person who's never done mushrooms, who's never had an experience, who doesn't even know who I am, breaking through the fucking matrix to see my real self. It blew my mind. I will never, ever, ever, ever forget that moment. It was historic for me and I could cry just talking about it. It validated, I think, all of my questioning, all of my struggles, all of my reaction to being human. And it validated the channeling that I had done a few years prior. And I think it was that moment of someone actually seeing me, spotting me in real life, that allowed me to accept that aspect of myself at a deeper level. And you guys know, I mean, I don't go around saying I'm a tall gray ambassador and that's who I am. I don't agree with those labels. I mean, what if I was Plato in a past life? You know, I wouldn't call myself Plato today because that's not actually who I am. I am this accumulation of everything that I've ever been. So, and I'm still unpacking that. Holy. So anyway, so that was like such a cool experience with psychedelics. And I have many more kind of stories and experiences. I'll let you know, though, that I work with, let's call them substances, honestly, whether it be alcohol or caffeine or weed or psychedelics, no matter what kind of substances I'm working with, I really work with it in an intuitive way that feels right for me and very similar to how I eat food right? Eat when you're hungry, sleep when you're tired, like be aware of where your body is at with everything that you're ingesting and experiencing. Same thing with psychedelics, more especially with psychedelics and marijuana. So these days, honestly, I haven't touched, you know, magic mushrooms in quite a few years. And that's for a reason, because there's this energy in me where I feel like I'm already at this place where my life is trippy enough, where I'm in full control of my abilities. And it's almost like I don't need that to experience the other realms anymore. So I just kind of stay away from it. I personally have always had a good time on psychedelics. And I have yet to experience ayahuasca or other plant medicines. I've really only deep dived into DMT and mushrooms and then a couple of experiences with acid. And I, have, I haven't done any hard drugs. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, maybe you think that those are really hard, but uh, nothing, nothing else, like not cocaine, not heroin, not none of, nothing in my you know, nothing injected and nothing up my nose, let's just say. I just never resonated with that. And I'm not a big drinker. I'm not a big alcoholic drinker. Even back then, I wasn't a big drinker. So let's get into marijuana. Let's get into weed. So once again, just like psychedelics, please take or leave any of this. This is just my personal kind of understanding of it. For some people, it is super beneficial and helpful. And for other people, it is not. What I understand that piece of the puzzle is with weed is that it helps us let go of our ego mind, of that fight or flight frequency, and it allows us to kind of chill out a little bit. You know, all of that overthinking, all of that stress 
tends, tends to go away when we ingest THC or even, you know, CBD as well to a certain extent. I do know that the people who have a hard time experiencing marijuana or weed have a hard time letting go of that ego. And sometimes a substance like that just doesn't really sit well with someone's body. Like it actually just doesn't work with their chemistry or what have you. There is nothing here that is a cure-all or, or beneficial to all of humanity. I think that in everyone's adult life, okay, I will say this openly, I feel like everyone in their adulthood should try marijuana at least once. The reason why I say this is because I have two friends in particular. One used to be my best friend through university, and the other is my current best friend right now. And they both have chronic conditions. And that also includes chronic pain. And I specifically saw my friend in university go from, I kid you not, 26 different pharmaceutical medications. And what was really messed up was half of those medications were just to combat the issues that the other half, the first half gave him. One of the effects of one of these pharmaceuticals was buying random shit at night. So the one time he bought like a thousand dollar watch online, he doesn't remember buying it, but an email receipt pops up in his email. He's like, what the hell? I bought this watch last night. Like what happened? And he wouldn't remember. It was crazy. And then I don't know if he got aligned to the right doctor, but Upon linking in with that and getting the right doctor's support who was open-minded enough to say, hey, this might help you, his pain stopped and he got rid of every single one of his medications. Every single one. He was tired all the time. He couldn't eat. He couldn't poop. He couldn't sleep. I mean, he was just a shell of a human being and we'd helped him with all of that. Same thing with my current best friend now, chronic pain, she has a disability, and weed, marijuana is the only thing, the only pain reliever, the only, you know, it really helps her. And uh, it's really incredible. That's why I'm like, you know what, this is something that I think if the world was more accepting of and people were more open-minded to try it, I think it could really replace a lot of basically the chemical bullshit that they push on us. And especially in America, it is the worst issue of big pharma and insurance. Like I won't even go into that and and how angry all of that makes me and that whole system makes me. It is so twisted and messed up. And I really do believe that this can help people. But like I said, if you have a bad experience, if you're not even, you know, resonating or drawn to try it, then don't try it. Just listen to yourself. I mean, listen to yourself more than anyone else, especially me. All right. So I believe from what I have channeled uh, that marijuana or weed is also a gift uh, from the cosmos. And it's also a technology. I believe that marijuana has like a consciousness to it, just like magic mushrooms has a consciousness to it. And we can tap into that vibrational frequency to help us 
navigate or better navigate this matrix. For some people, it marijuana grounds them. For some people, it elevates them. For some people, it helps them be creative. I find for myself that you know I, I do use it every once in a while medicinally, and it it's almost like a bit of a reprogramming effect that it has, and I use it intentionally. But I mean, just on a kind of a more human note. Everything smells better. Everything tastes better. Everything's brighter. Everything is. It it actually really helps me be more in the present moment. Whereas I will say that sometimes people will smoke to escape, to exit out of the matrix,、uh, which is not definitely not a good、uh, reason to do anything, let alone use a substance. Right. Same thing with alcohol. It's great to have a beer every once in a while or a glass of wine. But if you're using it to escape, same thing with food. It's great to eat food, but if you're using it to escape, don't use it. Right? It's the same rules apply to to everything. And I, I do always say this as well: everything in moderation. Right? So too much of a good thing is no longer a good thing, and I truly believe in that as well. Listen to yourself. So yeah, so marijuana is really this kind of. I would call it like the ego checker or the ego navigator. It really does help us in releasing that prefrontal cortex and releasing that fight or flight sort of dynamic and allowing us to just kind of relax. And it's amazing. I've smoked joints with my dad and stepmom. I've smoked joints with my mom and stepdad and my brother and my wife. And、uh, it's beautiful. It's such a beautiful experience to have,、uh, for me anyway. For me, I don't want to be you know too biased, but I think it's also great that the governments are legalizing it.、Um, I think, of course, they are legalizing it to make money off of it because they realize that people, oh, what's this? They resonate more with、uh, a plant than a pill bottle, right? So. I、uh, I just kind of laugh and 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 know what they're up to, but I also think that it is really helping with some of the stigma around it, and then we can we can use it safely as well, right? So not really a big fan of the taxing and the regulations around it, but you know pros and cons to everything, and I'm trying to. Not just be informative in these podcasts, but I'm actually trying to push to be a little bit more personal. I definitely struggle between how much of my own human life do I release versus the information that I present, because the biggest fear that I've had in stepping into this and stepping into the public is I don't want people to judge my human and associate it to the information. That's the worst case scenario. That's why I kind of hold back on the human a little bit at a public facing angle, because、uh, the information is the information, no matter who it's coming through, and you have to, you know, learn how to resonate with that. But if an aspect of my human or my person triggers you, then most likely you're going to be shut down or biased or, you know, with a different perception when you listen to the information. And I felt the same worry when, you know, I went public about having a girlfriend and being into women for the first time ever in my life at 26, and I was worried about that. 
And there, there is a lot of conspiracy theories about the LGBTQ agenda and that kind of bullshit. And I get it. I get it. There's, there's a conspiracy theory for everything in this reality. And I don't want to downplay it by, by calling it a conspiracy theory because I understand why that term was created. But yeah, this is pretty much the first time I've really let loose about my experiences with these substances. And I hope that you learned something. I hope that maybe your mind is a little bit more open or maybe you feel a little bit validated in your use of such substances. But either way, starseeds, please always use your discernment, always listen to yourself, and always put your mind, your energy, your emotion, your body first, above all else. And with that, I am sending you so, so much love. Keep up the good work, keep up the high vibes, and until next time, I will see all of you in the fifth dimension frequency.